Hello, everyone. Welcome to Therapy Secrets. I'm your host, Jason Conover. Tonight, we're going to be talking about collusion. This is an Arbinger term. It has to do with essentially box-to-box dance. So when we enter into that box space we've talked about, where I've betrayed my fundamental sense uh, obligation towards another human being, and I justify it, then I tend to characterize myself and others in certain ways and create uh, stories to support that, to help me feel justified and right. And as I carry that into the world, um, it, it kind of uh, divides the world in a way. I see others in terms of myself, and so I see them as allies or as enemies uh, often, just based on whether or not they they threaten or challenge or, or reinforce the images that I've um, been that I've crafted about myself and the narrative that I'm carrying. And this is such a fascinating shift from almost any other way we think about identity or self or perspective. And so as we do that, we may align with certain people, but we may also align with certain people against other people. And this is the essence of really war, um, where we gather allies and, uh, and rally against um, and has led to uh, innumerable deaths and, and destruction and all kinds of things. So it's got a really broad application, but in a very personal sense, I'll share an example, kind of a story. So for um, me and my wife, often when we're driving, um, she will coach me or point out things to do when we're driving. So how do you suppose I might see her when she does that? Well, to understand a little bit more, I've generally thought about myself as a fantastic driver. And I'm positive I've betrayed myself many times I'm driving and have justified that um, with I'm a good driver. Now, on top of that, as we've talked about, there is also evidence that I will use. Um, so I just have that perception of myself that I'm a really good driver. I feel like over my lifetime, especially when I was younger, I, was, I think it really um, skillful, kind of a, a sporty driver. I drove in Germany. I have a German driver's license. I've driven on the Autobahn. Um, I don't get an accident. Generally, my dad taught me to be a defensive driver. I can drive good in the snow. I can drive good off-road. I just have a lot of ego, if you will, around this idea of being a good driver. So when anyone, but particularly my wife, it seems like, uh, points out something that I should do or not do or change or, or kind of coaches me, uh, then um, I tend to see her as um, being negative, critical, and most of all, really, I think, just not right. Um, and the emotion that tends to go along with that is usually frustration, some agitation, and quite a lot of defensiveness. This is a real hallmark you can see a characteristic strength of being, or a, a condition, not strength, but condition of being in that box is that tendency to be uh, very defensive. 
Well, it's taken me a long time, but uh, I realized that if I'm defensive and not really listening and not open to listening and feeling fundamentally right um, and, and showing this agitation and frustration and words in action, then how might uh, my wife tend to see me? Does she see me as a, uh, a kind, um, safe companion who's, who's driving with her well-being in mind? Am I sensitive to time? Am I thoughtful about other drivers? Um, it took me a long time to kind of awaken to this basic fact that the criteria for a good driver may be different for different people. Um, for some people, it may be the ability to be very good at following the rules. Um, for some people, it may be uh, safety is, is uh, a high priority. Um, and so I'm pretty confident that as I am defensive, agitated, irritated, not really listening, being defensive, I'm pretty sure my wife tends to see me as not uh, a good driver um, and, and definitely not a very easy person to kind of work with. Uh, and of course, if I change seats and I sit in that passenger seat, it's amazing how quick I can change roles with her. But in this uh, tangle of, of collusion, I don't see that. I'm pretty blind to that and just feeling like a victim and feeling right and uh, being accusatory and things like that. And so if Heidi sees me as a less safe driver, less reliable, less, less um, trustworthy, then is it likely that she will coach and make comments less or more? This is the critical question to see if it's a collusion. This is all detailed very well in the anatomy of peace with lots of stories uh, to elaborate on this. And uh, if you don't read anything else really worth looking at that and checking out the collusion um, diagram, which basically is a box with an arrow over to another box and then a circulating arrow from that box back to the original and round and round we go. And so, um, as it says well in the Arbinger material, um, consider the insanity. What I do tends to invite more of what I say and truly believe that I hate. So in the box, it backfires. I'm getting actually the opposite of what I want, but I can't see it. I'm blinded by my betrayal, by my self-image, and by my belief that I am being wronged. And so there may be different situations, but I think that it's very difficult for a person like my wife to not be more um, uh, concerned, more on edge, more nervous, more anxious, more worried, more stressed. And although she may... Um, do a good job of, of trying not to because most people don't like to be agitating or frustrating. Um, try to not make comments. Um, when they do come out, it still seems to have, you know, it may have quite a bit of that um, content or uh, the energy with it. And then the, the cycle 
and goes round and round. The more the she uh, gives, you know, suggestions or advice, you can imagine do I tend to see her as less or more of the very things that um, maybe I felt in the beginning. And so that's this uh, really interesting dynamic we call collusion. And it's essentially where uh, in the box I uh, invite others also into the box and through blame and accusation, feeling like a victim, insisting on being right, horribleizing, where I really focus on the faults of the other person. This is a tragedy because so many people end up with uh, um, broken relationships, broken countries, broken hearts, broken marriages and families because we become convinced that we can no longer live with this person or um, that they are truly an enemy. And in the blindness, we're not seeing that we're actually um, creating this very problem that we say that we hate. Now, do other people create problems? Sure. Is there better ways to do things? Sure. But I can always be the expert on how other people can do things better. But what we're trying to do in getting out of this box is to really see my part, my responsibility, and coming to this awakening that I'm not seeing the other person, that I'm defending, and that I'm in a place where um, I'm uh, having a heart at war. So, um, as always, the purpose of this podcast is your happiness, and in this case, peace and happiness in relationships, uh, particularly. Talk to you soon.